year mark, things just got really just intense. Um, and so it just started from going, hey, we're cool, to hey, I don't even think I like you, to hey, I think I kind of hate you. Like, <laughs> and it lasted <laughs> like seven years. Um, and I know a lot of people would like not really deal with it, you know what I mean? But it was one of those yeah. things where it's like, you know, you kind of see the positives in a person and you hope that they just kind of grow out of like that immaturity or whatever they're going mm. Every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Even those whack exes and lame situationships you endured. This podcast helps single black millennials date smarter by sharing stories of what not to do in dating. Join me, Randy, as I talk with black millennials about the dating lessons they've learned and the mistakes they never want to make again. This is Situationships Podcast, and I'm your host, Randy. Hey, Corey, how are you? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing, you know, pandemic depression aside, I'm doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the emotional roller coaster that is being in the house for six months. Yeah. Um, But... Anywho, enough. I'm, t- I'm sick of talking about Corona, honestly. So let's <laughs> let's roll into um, your like your love life, essentially your dating life. Um, so in the pre-interview questionnaire, you mentioned a story about um, kind of like the person you were dating preferring Mister Right now as opposed to Mister Right. <laughs> Um, and so I was, I was hoping that you can kind of tell us about that and start with like the context of this relationship. Like, how did you guys meet? Um, what was your relationship like? How did you guys feel about each other? Just kind of set the background first. Yeah. So, I mean, we first met up, um, we met up at a party, um, oddly enough. Um, and I would say like in the beginning, like I was talking to this person, dealing with this person in a situation with this person, whatever you want to call it, it was probably, um, I want to say like seven years. Um, and so. Wait, y'all have been talking for seven years? Yeah. We've been talking for seven years, like on. Like the whole. Okay. On and off. Okay. Okay. Seven years. Yeah. Um, and like in the beginning, like I'd say like the first year, like everything was cool. Um, vibes was there, like conversation was there. We would always hang out, do fun crazy random whatever stuff like it was always like that cool chemistry um and then like afterwards like that year mark things just got really just intense um and so it just started from going hey we're cool to hey i don't even think i like you to hey i think i kind of hate you like (laughs) like seven years um and i know a lot of people would like not really deal with it you know what i mean but it was one of those where it's like you know, you kind of see the positives in a person and you hope that they just kind of grow out of like that immaturity or whatever they're going mm. through. Um, and yeah, it was just, but. So do you think that, that I guess change of heart, was it mutual or was it just on your, well, do you think it was just on your side? I mean, it was mutual. Um, it definitely is mutual. Um, ironically enough, like <clears throat> I actually like talk to that person recent, like recently, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's no hard feelings. You know, you kind of have to yeah. go through that bitterness stage. How long ago? Like, this I guess one, I think we we stopped talking in like 2017. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, it was like around that time. Um. So yeah, pretty much from 2010 all the way up to 2017, we were just going. <laughs> yeah, but it all really so. Good. No, I was just going to say, so I like, I know you mentioned specifically about some like um, social media stuff that was happening. Um, and, and I'm curious at what point did things start to dissolve and was that kind of like the, the trigger that kind of um, led things to devolve? So how did like, how did that start to break down? Yeah. So it started when really like, I guess when, you know, you see your, you know, the friends or those you call your friends or you see how like they're slowly progressing in their relationships and you're kind of, well, I know that for me and her, like we kind of were looking at our relationship, like, you know, we're not at the stage where we're ready to like move in together. I mean, we always bump heads, but you know, maybe next time or, you know, something like that. So it would be one of those things where of course, social media 
Instagram, Snapchat, you know, you're seeing your friends on these awesome vacations, you see the gifts, like you see all this crazy stuff. And it's like, so what's up with me and you? Like, when are we going on a trip? Or, hey, what's up with that new PlayStation? You know, like something like, you know, just some sort of, you know, balance of just like, you see it, you want it type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not even anywhere near trying to get over the hurdles to really say like, look, let's let's go, like let's get this relationship started, like something serious instead of this, like kind of like boy girl type of young love thing. Yeah, but yeah, social media definitely, definitely played like a real bad part. So was it on both sides or? I mean, it was pretty much more so on her side. Um, Cause I'm the type of person, like I like posting like funny stuff on my IG, you uh-huh. know, everybody I follow, like, you know, it's just chill stuff. You know, she's following like people that are in like relationships and like those relationship pages and how a guy should do this and a girl should do that. You know what I mean? Like not saying nothing's wrong with that, but it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you can't really believe everything you see on social media type of thing, you know? Right. So when you want to incorporate, you know, false things that you see into a real life relationship, it's not going to work. It's not. Right. So what, like, how would those conversations happen? Like she would bring something up to you and be like, when are we gonna do like how would that go (laughs) so i remember like randomly enough like it was this one night in particular um like we just came home like we we, we're going home and we just came from dinner and um Uh you know we were having like a little chit chat conversation in the car i was driving of course and i found her just like talking to me but yet she would go quiet and i would look over and she's just on her phone just scrolling Mm. scrolling away scrolling away and i'm like damn, it must be really good whatever you're looking at at that phone, you know what I mean? And then, um, you know, she would be like, so, like, you know, can we go to Cabo or something like that? I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, what's up? And then she was like, oh, nah, 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 you're bluffing. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? And then an argument would start, and I'm just like, oh, mm. now. And I only, I only remember this particular story only because – uh, randomly like some Spanish music was like playing in the background while we're having this argument and I'm thinking to the back of my head like is it the music that's influencing you <laughs> you want to go to Cabo like where did all this stem from like it was just that 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 was just I don't know that was like it was one of those fights where it was like we had to literally pull over on the highway and oh, wow. really, like calm this down because it was like look it is not that deep you know, yeah. like whatever happened in the past is the past. How can we move forward? Because, I mean, again, through seven years, you build like a really thick relationship novel in seven years. You know, right. I mean, this isn't something where it's like, yeah, you've been dealing with this person for two or three years. Like she was with me through like the good, the bad, the ugly, the terrifying. And then she was with me all the way up until like, you know, where things Well, I was on a good point and she wasn't at a good place in her life type of thing. So when does that, like, when in, like, the seven years did things, you said after the first year? Yeah, after, like, the first year, because, you know, it's, like, um, like, the first year, like, you know, you're getting to know this person. Right. You know, every single day, if not every other day. Right. We're texting, like, conversation. We always have something to talk about, like. Like, you don't know this person, you know, but you randomly see someone who's attracted to you and you're randomly attracted to this person and they intrigue you. But after the first year, it was just kind of like a complete 180 on both sides, not necessarily hers. But yeah, it got it was it was pretty interesting, I'd say. Like after I think the first year, I'd say like like two or three years following that, it was just one of those things where like the relationship was like she was just out partying with her homegirls doing whatever. And I'm with my bros just, you know, out doing whatever. But at the end of the night, you know we're going to be linking up, you know, like at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, like I'm coming home, you know what I mean? But, you know, if you don't have a boundary, you know, of course you're going to start running into issues. Like she would go hang out late at night or whatever. Okay. Whatever. No big deal. But it's kind of weird if I don't hear from you until like 12 o'clock the next day, you know what I mean? Like I'm just kind of weird to me, you know? But not saying that she's not doing anything. It's just, you know, communication, but. Were y'all like, were y'all. So were y'all in a committed relationship or were what were the like expectations 
kind of murky. <laughs> and that's like the funny part. Like in the beginning, like in the year, like I said, like things were good. It was because really we had no title. You know what I mean? It was one of those things like, nah, we don't really have a title. And then like the second year, it was like, yeah, like we'll we'll rock it out. Like, yeah, we're 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 committed to each other. But then it was like, what's the line between that commitment? You know what I mean? Like that's when it started getting a little murky, I guess. Cause it was weird. Like when there was no title, it seemed like everything was cool, I guess, with me and her relationship. And at the time I mentally thought that, oh, it's kind of cool to not have a title on it. But it's like, as soon as you get a title, it's like that level of comfort. And you just, I don't know. I just, till this day, I'm just, I take it as just a lesson, not necessarily, you know, a devastation type of thing that happened in my life. But yeah, it was, (laughs) it was was rough though. So one of the things that you also mentioned in your um, pre-interview was um, like she was seeking validation from other men in secret. Mm-hmm. And that's why like the, the topic and the phrase that I really need to copyright um, is called, I believe in like the whole concept of Mr. Right, Mr. Right Now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I feel like it's the same thing, you know, fellas too, you know, Mrs. Right versus Mrs. Right Now. It's one of those things where in our, me and her situation, like Mr. Right Now, the other guy or other guys were filling voids that I really couldn't, you know, fill for her. You know, whether it be the time or whether it would be like just the the random going out doing something other than just a, like a movie or like dinner or mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like just something to right now make you feel like you're worth something. You know, regardless if you got love for me, Mr. Right Now just knows how to give you that that thrill for the day, week, or what have you, versus me in the situation, I was just the Mr. Right. Because at the time, you know, I was working on um, getting my degree in college. Um, I was working four jobs. Um, I was really trying to hold it down, you know, trying to really stay sane, still have, you know, our little relationship with her, Um, you know, just be like real, like comforting, you know, not, I'm not trying to have all that that beef and drama, but yet it was always like that, that hostility. And like on paper, like I was Mr. Right. You know, I had a good, I come from a good background. My family's cool. I have a home with a mother and a father, you know, like, it's like, I look good, you know, but right, right. now I'm just not feeling, <laughs> I'm not feeling these voids right now. So that's where I say the Mr. Right and Mr. Right now. Um, and that pretty much led up to us, you know, breaking away from, you know, whatever we had, you know, in two, in 2017, um, because of a Mr. Right now versus a Mr. Right situation. And, um, yeah, that was, yeah, that, 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 the conclusion to me and her really didn't end well. So I feel like that was something that really kind of put that whole concept of Mr. Right and Mr. Right now, like in my head, like, wow, this is really like a thing that I just stumbled upon, but everybody stumbles upon it you know, at least one or two toxic relationships that they've been in in their lifetime. So <laughs> how, like, at what point did the Mr. Right Nows start popping up? Or when did you find out about the Mr. Right Nows? All right. So, I mean, it was kind of weird because her and my sister had like a, they have like a, they had like a sisterly relationship like her and my sister would hang out, you know, go to bars, whatever, just, you know, do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, my sister's going to tell me everything. You know, my sister has no love. Right. Like, that's my sister, you know? Right. You know, so she had, she would tell me things about her, you know, how, you know, when we would go on, like, I guess when, I, when me and the young lady would kind of like split ways after like an argument, and she would say, all right, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm like, okay, whatever. And she mm-hmm. would like kind of like not talk to me for like, weeks or like months at a time like she would go hang out with other guys yeah okay cool do your thing but then she would always find herself hitting me up and then I'm back in the picture but yet the other guy is still in the picture so it's just like it's that whole like trying to have Have your cake and eat it too you know (laughs) like yeah man that pretty much you know and I mean I'm not gonna lie either like I've done that you know I was just about to ask that (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I said, I can't I can't blame her on the whole yeah. you know, situationship that we were in because I mean, hell, I did that to her once or twice, you know? I remember like she I was like hanging out with this chicken like at her um college dorm and um I get a phone call from her 
and we we were like we weren't talking we had like our little break if you want to call it that and mm-hmm. um she calls me up like hey what's what's going on like i want to come see you i'm like nah you good and Ooh. i heard like a voice in the background like damn and then i was like who's that and she was like wow you really just going to bitch me with my homegirl on the phone i'm like bro i don't know what to tell you like i'm chilling <laughs> so like mm-hmm. you know so like you know and then you know her and i actually like talk like like sometime after that um, and yeah, I did, you know, I still was, you know, hanging out with the other person, you know, we were still like, you know, talking and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it was just a, it was a two way street to nowhere. Yeah. The end of the day. So I guess I'm curious, like, and I don't, I'm, I don't want to project any stereotypes on, onto you, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask as a man, how did the experience of having that happen to you, mm-hmm. did it at all change your thoughts on I guess like commitment and like I don't know just like how you go about dating women yeah like I feel like for me like I mean my whole family pretty much like I have a pretty I have a small tight-knit family and Mm -hmm. the majority of you know the individuals in my family are like a lot of women you know a lot of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. women in my life you know so I've always been around you know, queens giving me advice on how to treat a woman, how to, you know, how to handle yourself when you, you know, come across a nice young lady versus, you know, when I'm hanging with the bros and they're, you know, talking that yada, yada, you know, do this, that, and the third. So I felt like at the end of the day, I kind of sort of shined away from listening to what I was raised to do. And then once I was hanging out with my homies and we were, you know, doing our little thing and they were telling me stuff and we're influencing each other to do whatever, you know, and I'm going with it. And then next thing I know, when this situation happens with me and, you know, her, it's like, damn, like, I see what my mom was talking about. <laughs> like, mm. you gotta, in, order to, in order to get respect, you got to give respect. You know, in order to maintain that respect, you know, you got to stay loyal, you know, and I feel like that it really, it hurt. And I feel like that's like one of the things, like I had like a, like a breakdown over that too. You know what I mean? Because it was like seven years. That's a long ass time. Like that's a long time. (laughs) That's a long ass time to be back and forth with the bullshit. You know, like me now, like I, I grew from that situation and that situation really made me into a stronger person to say, look. Stop with the game. Stop with the bullshit. Like, if it's not worth it, don't don't continue with it. You know what I mean? Yes. Somebody's going to get hurt, you know? And mm. I'm curious if there was a period or, or if there's any element of jadedness that, like, as a result of this situation. Because I think that in, in my experience, what I've heard, I think a lot of time when this happens to women, women build up this really big wall a lot of times and get super defensive um, and have a hard time letting people back in. Um, but it sounds like you kind of took a perspective of like, okay, this, you know, this sucked and it hurt, but I'm going to use it and and kind of learn from it in a more, I don't know, high vibrational kind of way, if you will. Um, as opposed to like the lesson being don't let anybody in. The lesson is like, I don't know. No, I get don't fuck around. But did uh, you? So you didn't have any jadedness. I mean, no. Nah, I mean, I it was some it was some jadedness at first. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. completely say I was you know I was the man. Yeah. But it was like one of those things. I feel like just for you know being a young man, especially a young black male in today's society. Um, I gotta even I gotta say that statement because you know <laughs> that's really what it is. It's like yeah. a lot of times it's hard to admit that you're wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's oh. you guys can say like, yeah, I admit that, but it's another thing to be wrong. But just admit that you're wrong in the timely fashion. Like when when you do something wrong, say you did it that at that point in time. Don't wait weeks or months or days later to just be like, oh yeah, like I was wrong for this or I was wrong for that. Like you had to learn to just take that L. You know what I mean? And if things don't work out, like you have to know in the back of your head, like, yo, it's always something better. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like the one song that really kind of puts what you said in perspective is that Love Yours by J. Cole. Like I had that shit on repeat like mm. in 2017 like because I wasn't I wasn't loving mine you know I was thinking in the back of my head that yeah I still 
I got this, but there's always something better. You know what I mean? Because there's always something better in life, whether it's always whether it's a house, a car, shoes, you know, clothes. Like it's always something better out there. But if you don't see what you have now and literally nurture it and take care of it and, you know, be humbled by it, you just gonna forever fall into a trap. And I feel like for, you know, being a young man, you know, sometimes it's hard for a lot of us to admit that we're doing wrong or it takes us years and years and years to realize that, damn, I should have just stopped being so stubborn and just admitted that I was wrong and, you know, have a different perspective on life. That's deep, yo. You got like, <laughs> you got to drop the mic a little bit on that one. I mean, like, because it's Is like, that... no, go ahead. I feel like it's just like, because, you know, I, I feel like it's just relationships in general, they're not hard. I feel like society and moral standards make it hard. You know what I mean? It's like what's being quote unquote grammatically correct is what makes it hard. You know what I mean? Like I remember when you and I were talking and you said it, you know, when you were talking about on your other, like one of your other shows, what the hell does dating mean? You know what I mean? Like just in 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 a concept, like you can't even tell me what dating means, but how can you date me? You know, like right, how, like, right, <laughs> so it's right, like he's already right. setting me up for failure. So it's like, I'm already going into a relationship half-assed because I don't even know what the hell is going on. And that's, it's so, because, so, so the thing that I keep thinking about when you talk about the woman that you were dating is it sounded like she had unreasonably high expectations for at least where you were in your relationship. Um, or, at, or the reality of what you two had. Um, and I think that's super common in our generation, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that pervades a lot of areas. I think we have, I think millennials have ridiculously high expectations and don't understand what is required to have it. Um, like the work that's required to have it. And I don't know. I agree. No, I agree. I, I agree to the 1000. I feel like you're right. Like it's, 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 it's tough out here. <laughs> Cause like you said, it's not, it's not the way that I would say it is, it's not complicated, right? Mm-hmm. Having a good relationship isn't complicated. It's simple, right? The elements are simple, but it's still hard. Right. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Cause like, I think one of the things that's required is, really clear and honest communication because i actually um on instagram the other day i posted this um this meme that was like this is what talking means this is what dating means this is what being in a relationship means this is what being exclusive means and um some women commented and was just like this sounds like it was written by a high schooler like what is this (laughs) what is this what what are you talking about um and and one of one of the women said like the thing that she has found is because we're all operating on different definitions mm-hmm. um, and, and that couple with the fact that we don't communicate, we're all on different pages. Cause you can, I can have a definition of dating and you can have a definition of dating mm-hmm. um, and maybe they're different, but if I can communicate to you what my definition is and what I specifically mean and what I'm looking for, and you can do the same, then we can figure out if we're talking about the same thing or not, whether or not we mm-hmm. use the same word for it. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Um, but but having that level of awareness about what you want, having the courage and the like self-emotional control to have a conversation that's uncomfortable and, and maybe difficult or maybe one that you're not used to having, that's hard. It's simple, but it's hard, you know? Nah, you, 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 you preaching right now. <laughs> <laughs> you preaching right now. Like... Um, it's simple. Nah, it's it's simple. Like it's so simple that I to me, I have it broken down into just I call it the three C's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I always had these weird sh- I don't know. Like it's, I always think I think I feel like I feel I think differently compared to like the normal person. Like cause my whole thing is like it's all about communication, commitment, and a connection. You know what I mean? If you don't have those three in a relationship, how will you ever prosper? You know what I mean? Like, you have to communicate. Like, I know I was raised at a young age. Like, I couldn't just point at something 
you know, in a refrigerator when I'm like three years old, my mother would say, look, use your words. What do you want? You know what I mean? Like not saying I was like talking at three, but you know, like just use your words. Like, what do you want? What, what do you, what's going on? You know, you can't just expect. And I think another like issue that people have is the assumption aspect of a relationship. You can't assume what the other, other person is intending to like to do in a relationship or at that time. You know what I mean? Right. You can't think that that person is going to always hit you up at this time of day or always hit you up at this time of night. Or you can't assume anything. You know what I mean? You have to accept that person for what they are because they're going to do what they're going to do. You know what I mean? You can't, you have to, you have to be open-minded about a relationship. And I feel like people in today's society is just so cut and dry. And it's just, it's just so many options where it's like, eh, that person's boring. I'm going to move on. You know, and that's what makes dating hard because you're really, you're not really being open to, you know, what someone has to offer because what you are expecting of them is just either way too high or just completely outrageous, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. We had like, I feel like we put the pressure of the world on just like some nigga you met out at the club, like, or on (laughs) 10, like, bitch calm down that's not that's not your husband just like relax you know um and even like and even aside aside from that I just feel like and I know women it's it's funny um I saw something on Instagram recently too that was like women um fantasize um and create these like novellas these romantic like stories in our head um, of our beautiful, happy life with this man that we, you know, just met, but probably have some chemistry with or whatever. And it creates this idea. And, and it, 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 I think you start projecting, right? An idea of someone um, onto them instead of like taking the time to get to know them for who they truly are. Um, that's and that's one thing that I, I really need to practice the next time I find somebody <laughs> I like, because that, the way that I will sit and just like make up every kind of like fairy tale ending in my mind, um, it's a little scary. But I mean, but that's what you want, though. You know what I mean? That's yeah. and I feel like that's something where it's like I'm one of those people you can tell off of someone's demeanor on how they carry themselves. Um, I'm talking like when you're physically like talking to them or meeting up with them, like you can tell by like their movements. You could tell a lot about a person by their body language. You know what I mean? Mm. You can sort of get a sense of a person's, I'm not going to say, you can get a sense of just that person's demeanor just from the way they carry themselves in a simple conversation. You know what I mean? Like their social cues, like, and I feel like people just kind of would say like, yo, you're just really overanalyzing. But at the end of the day, a relationship is an investment. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing yeah. as buying a house, a car, you know, trying to get a career. You want to make sure you got your 401k. Like a relationship is, that's a big deal. You know, a lot of people nowadays, they just running from relationship to relationship to relationship. And I'm on Instagram like, damn, bro, she done been with the third dude in the last year. Like, and she love him. I'm like, damn, like that's, you had a lot of booze this year, you know? Not all of that, but I mean- you know, like, 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 I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah. that projection is dangerous, you know? Yeah. Real dangerous. I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. That's one of the things that I am quite judgy about that I'm working on being less judgmental about. But if I see you with like a new partner, like in, in, you know, 20 minutes, like after you just broke up with your last person, like I just, I can't take you seriously, which is like, Again, we're all human. We all get caught up. Whatever I say, I ain't never done them done either. But um, that's just one of those things. I was like, you can't be. That's not love. It's it might be passion. It might be lust. It might be loneliness. It might be a lot of other things. But it's not love in the way that you think it is. That's the um, STD. That's what that is. I don't care what. No it's the what? Hey, that's the STD. Look. <laughs> Like I see that all the time, all the time, like all the time, and I'm like, that's hilarious. Relax, relax, because I know in the next month it's gonna be somebody else. Little Toyota Camry, you're gonna be sitting in the passenger seat, and like, no, shut up, (laughs) because it's like, but you know what? 
so would you okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this real quick would you do you have those same comments to men who sleep around a thought is a thought okay i just i just want to make sure we're making like yeah, yeah, judgments because that's the std you know on both sides a thought is okay. a thought you know people okay. it's it's crazy like i remember back in like my parents day like you know they would always say like oh sh- they a nympho now is you a thought you know what i mean i feel like mm. the name changes the name constantly changes we like, gotta bring nympho back i like that <laughs> like, <laughs> it changes you know what i mean i'm just like you know I mean, my some of my homies, like, you know, they out here in these streets, you know? And I'm just like, hey, do you, bro. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, I ain't even good luck. I mean, I know you in the trenches right now. You dig yourself out of it eventually. But, yeah. you know, people going to do what they want to do, you know? That's real. But a lot of times they do it for the validation of others. And that was another thing that I said. Like, people really move differently because they want that recognition from, you know, a random other person. Like, whoa, you're Ooh. doing it, you know? And I feel like that's also like, you know, with my relationship with that person that I was dealing with, you know, she relied heavily on that validation. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, she had 300 friends on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, or she had like 20,000, you know, as long as she was getting that love from everybody saying that she's doing something good, that's mm-hmm. all, that, you know, that's all that mattered in her eyes. But like I was telling my brother, I was like, it's kind of crazy because you could have the same person. They could post something about them getting their bachelor's degree in, I don't know, chemical engineering. And then you could also have them post something about them doing 10 years in prison. But why is it that people are more focused on the bad and will post that they went to prison quicker than they would actually give them right. praise about getting their degree? It's like society is so backwards and it's just going back to making relationships even harder because we're not giving people the right recognition or why do they even need recognition? Like, why can't you just be like, oh, okay, cool. Why do you have to keep posting things or keep doing things for a reaction just to say that you're doing or you got something good? Uh, yes. I, I think people are, un, I think people are unhappy. I think people don't aren't taught how to love themselves. And I think advertising and marketing in America encourages people to hate themselves until, and, and identify things that are wrong with themselves. And therefore you seek validation externally. Mm-hmm. I think, I think learning how to love yourself and learning how to validate yourself is such a vital skill that a lot of us are not taught, at least not like from an early age. No, I don't think, I don't think we're taught that. I feel like it's, I feel like we're, I feel like we're just kind of taught to just go out and get it. You know what I right. mean? Because right. like, you got Google, figure it out, you know? Right. Like, right. It's, we're, we're not taught. I don't think a lot of us were raised properly. You know, some of us, you know, not all of us, but some of us, you know, I don't know. It, we, need, we need to do better. Like quarantine oh, made a lot of people humble. Like, mm. I, I I think so. You know, I feel like yeah. quarantine is the one time where it's like you actually have time. Like you yes. actually have time because you were forced to sit in your house. Like you yes. have time to read a self help book. You got time to you know read how to be better at cooking for your man or your woman. Like you got time. Like next year, this time next year, eh, you might have time. But I think the world's gonna get back to normal. But Gotta make a change now. Can't wait. So I want to uh, transition into segment two, which is asking for a friend. Um, and in this segment, we uh, I just you know try to figure out what your current dating situation is and what are the highlights and lowlights of it. Um, and so from what I gathered, uh, I, I think you said you were single and dating. Um, so what is, what is the, I guess for you, what are the highlights of being single? Um, and what have been the challenges of being single, especially coming off of a seven year on again, off again relationship? I mean, I think it's cool because I get I have time to like reflect on my thoughts now. You know what I mean? And you know, I'll I'll, you know, hang out with, you know, or take someone out on a date 
you know, cool it with them, you know, get to know, get to know them. But I also know that, you know, I can't really, I can't really claim to give someone everything if I don't even know a lot about myself. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm constantly learning and I feel like, you know, God's going to bring the right person in my life, you know, at the end of the day. But I feel like the hardest thing about dating in this, like in this day and age, right now for me, especially, it's like, just the expectations are so off, you know, like it's, it's really hard to, you know, go on two or three dates with somebody when, you know, especially now, like you got to worry about Corona mm-hmm. and then you trying to, you know, go out to say that you're out and about because you've been stuck in the house for so many months. But it's just like, am I really here because I'm happy to get the fuck out the house for the last couple of months or am right. I really here to get to know you? Like, you know, and I feel like that's kind of like the struggle right now. Um, as far as me being in the dating scene. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like it's cool being single because it's like, I get to accomplish goals for myself. You know what I mean? I get to invest more in myself. I get to really worry about the things that I need to accomplish to, you know, set my future family up. So I'm not really too, I don't really say I have a whole lot of obstacles with dating because, I mean, I'm cool just chilling by myself, just relaxing. Like, it don't bother me much, especially from that seven-year hiatus. <laughs> I think another seven years to cool off. Like, that's cool with me, but, I mean, it is what it is. I don't really have a whole lot of negative things to really say about being single right now for me. Do you, um, I guess, is there any advice or... Um, is there a perspective you could share um, that would help someone who's struggling with being single? Again, I feel like if you're struggling with being single, in my mind, I feel like you just you're not content with yourself. You know what I mean? Like, how can you you know how can you really be with somebody else? But when you're single, you feel like you need somebody else. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of sounds a little like biased, but it's just like that's just really what I believe. I feel like if you're more in touch with yourself spiritually, you'll know that something good is going to come. So it's like, why sit up here and invest all this energy and saying, damn, it's really hard. It's really hard. I'm doing this, that, and the third. Just step back, evaluate what you got going on in your life now. You know, if you want to go back to school, go back to school. Like if you want to, you know, get a better job or you want to get some certifications or qualifications, like if you want to do things to better yourself, you should do it now because you're for one, setting yourself up for, you know, your family, your future, and for two, you're just going to be able to find, you know, who you are as a person when you're by yourself, you know, rocking it out. But then I guess the reverse to that is what if it's those people who feel like they're already at a point where they're happy with their accomplishments or they're happy with what they have. I mean, the best thing I can tell them is to really just don't really go out here so much expecting to meet someone. Just go out here just, just with an open mind that, something's gonna happen you know what i mean just just change your yeah. mindset up you yeah because I mean? like somebody told me like <clears throat> like the two things that you can change in your life that'll really better your outcome of your life is your actions and your attitude you know what i mean mm-hmm. so if you have both of those aligned bro there's no reason why you would ever fail at anything let alone being in a relationship i feel like yo there's too many people in this world like i don't understand when people say yo i'm struggling i'm single i'm like bro it's so many people in this world that are single like, you know, for the fellas out here that's like, yo, I'm single, what's up? Like, bro, there's so many very attractive females out here that are single, like, sitting on their pillow late at night, relaxing, just hoping that you're going to come along, you know, invite them. But, but, but then we go back to the problem that you mentioned. It's too many options. It's too many options. But see, and the, and the thing is, is like I said, you got to have an open mind about that one person that you're dealing with. Because, like, you, you can't, like, it's, it's real, it's hard to explain but there is a concept behind it. You know what I mean? Like, so what if like you got $40,000 and you want a new car? Obviously, there's so many damn cars. You got to pick which car you want because your $40,000 is your budget. So, I mean, you're going to keep looking for the right car until you get the right car in your hat. Well, hopefully, you're happy with your purchase. I feel like that's the same kind of mindset that you have to have. Like, you know that you are a good person or you have a, a nice soul that you want to give to someone else. And you're looking for your, you know, you're trying to have a soul tie with somebody. So, you know, you're just going to have to keep shopping around until, you know, you find what you're looking for. 
But those options, I'm telling you, options is where you get into trouble. Like, options is really where you get in situations, entanglements, and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, like, you gotta, people gotta watch out for the options. Cause just because this person is giving you attention, this person is really nice, or this person really seems like they're financially stable, there's something bad with those three things that you see good out of that person. You yes. know what I mean? So right. that's why when I tell people, though, options is scary. You know what I mean? Like options will really fuck you up. Cause yeah, you can meet a nice female. You can meet a nice guy who has everything on your checklist. You know, they got the car, they got the home, they have the education, they have the job. Well, they have the job security. If you're trying to be in that deep about it, like they have all of these things, but you know, the negative quality could be, yo, they treat their mom like shit or they, they have bad hygiene, you know what I mean? Just like crazy shit, you know what I mean? Like you have to have a balance. Like you have to see somebody for what they are and you either accept it or you just move on. But just know that when you move on, that don't mean you're getting an upgrade. It's not like you're getting a brand new iPhone and you're thinking, shit, I'm getting a new camera upgrade. Like you don't know what you're getting with the next person. They're going to have different things going on. Still certain things on your list that you're looking for, but that doesn't always mean that they're going to really be that you know, the one for you, they could end up really fucking your life up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, that uh, that's really the honest, I can really be with people, you know, who are really struggling or who really don't know what's going on. Cause just because you move on to the next thing, you know, that don't always mean it's the best thing. And that's yeah. the scary thing. And that's, that's, that's what life is about. Especially when you're quote unquote dating. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, okay, cool. So I want to go into segment three. I am really like, I have a good feeling about segment three. Um, segment three is the do better corner. Um, and it's where I ask people to share um, some of the petty things that they've done in their dating past. Um, and based on what you've told me, I have a good feeling about the level of petty that you maybe have um, attained in the past. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was just curious. So you have like a incident or, you know, situation that was petty um, that you're willing to share. Damn. See, I got scared with that segment. You know, I was, I was thinking about this segment for a while. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, petty, I guess, the level of petty that I've done, I feel like is just ghosting people. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like that's okay. like the both sides of it, especially yeah. now. Um, it's just the ghosting. You know what I mean? I'm the type of person like if it don't, if it don't sound right, if it don't feel right, if it's just not the vibe, not the connection, like you know, I'm just gonna have to just let you be. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll give you the heads up. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. Not the heads up. Like, you know, I mean, because it's just people know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Nobody. And the one thing I hate, like I truly, truly, truly hate. And I know people will give me flack for it is when people say I'm busy. That line, I'm busy. I'm like, I'm calling bullshit right now. I'm like, bro, if Trump got time to tweet and say some dumb shit, you got time to just say, yes, I'm alive. Have a good night. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, like nobody is ever that busy, though. The thing is, people are busy. It's just what that is communicating is you weren't more important than what they had to do. Exactly. So you're not busy. <laughs> like, I feel you, but it's like, I, I still feel like that's not because. Actually, I would. So I would argue that you being busy and still making the time to connect with me is like more attractive or it demonstrates more to me. Um, I don't know if it's fair to say people ain't busy, but that's- oh, I mean, I'm saying that to say that as like when people say like, what's going on? I got, I think, okay, I think you it's- You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I got you, I got you. What you're saying, oh nah, I'm, I stick by that. Like, I love a woman that is busy as fuck, but she got five minutes for the dude. Like, I love that, right, you know what I mean? Right. But, if you literally ghost me for three days, two days, or just not even ghost I got me, you. talk to me and say, yo, I was busy. 
Like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then you too busy to respond back. Okay. Like, okay. You know, especially. So how do you, how do you, how do you do that? Like, if someone, if like a woman is, does that, you text her, it takes her three days to respond. And she's like, well, my bad, I was busy. Do you just like ghost or do you be like, how do you, yeah, how do you react? I, I, I give, I get it. I do the three strike rule. I'm one of those. Okay. Guys, like, that's fair. I feel like you got three times in life to fuck up and that's why anything. Like yeah. three times, you know what I mean? And it's not like I'm sitting up here counting or I'm pulling out my journal of you fucking up and I'm just like, okay, on this date, da, 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 this time. No, I'm just saying that it, depending on the situation, you know what I mean? And how you really convey your level of busyness or, you know, just how you really just communicate with me. You know what I mean? Just communication is key. Like, fuck, communication. This just stems back to the basic human trait just communicate with me let me know something you know what i mean if you work in whatever whatever because i'm i'm type of person i don't ever want to take up most of a female's time just to be selfish i want her to have for one time for herself and i want her to have time to better herself you know what i mean because when she can do that for herself she can easily convey that energy off on me you know what i mean because you know that's 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 how i feel like a balance should be you know, but I don't ever want to just, you know, say, oh, you were too busy. I just wanted to talk to you. Like, who's to say that we have shitty conversation? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like communicate, you know, if you feel yeah. like when we talk or when we link up that I'm boring, tell me like, look, I don't want to fuck with you no more. Like, you ain't saying shit. Or tell me, yo, say something. Okay, but okay. So, so, but then you just said you ghosted people. I ghost people, yeah, and I do ghost people. I ghost people because it's like, but see, at the at the end of the day, I'm I'm ghosting people for like doing fuck shit. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I'm one of those people. Like, if you want to go back to you know the busy thing, I hate when, you know, if I follow you on Instagram or whatever social media or whatever, and I text you up, like you you hit me up in the morning. Okay, I replied back, probably. 11 o'clock in the morning, you you respond back to what I said to you. And we randomly having conversation, you know, throughout the day, not, you know, all this conversation, but a little bit of conversation. But yet, you know, you ask me like, yo, how was your day? Da, 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 da. And you send me like this nice, damn near long paragraph. And then when I respond back to you, you know what I mean? And I ask you like a question that's not really like, just like, I don't know, like, just like, how was your day overall? Or how was that meeting or whatever, whatever. And you don't respond back, like I said, to the next day. But yeah, I see you on Instagram posting all these wild ass pictures of you at the mall trying on dresses or some shit like that. I'm like, yo, that's strike one, cuz. That's strike one. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, just petty for what? Like, I know you saw my text. Like, come on now. Like, don't open me up for a conversation when you don't want to converse. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I am. Yeah. Th- this is really random, but it reminds me of, I hate <laughs> when guys text me WID or like, what what are you doing? And have absolutely zero plans. Like, don't ask me what I'm doing if you don't actually want to do something with my time. I don't know if that's like, it feels like it's similar. <laughs> like, don't open up for conversation if you're not ready to have a conversation. Yeah. Don't open up, like, my plans if you don't want to know about, like, if you're not trying to be a part of my plans. I don't know. No, I get yeah. that. I get that. Like, yeah. don't try to, don't don't give me, don't send that to me, whether it's a guy. That's like a signal that you're not willing to follow through. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or, you're, or you feel like that was, like, on your checklist of things to do to reply to their text or just to say that you texted them what you doing you know what i mean and it's just like yo you know you ain't got no plans like no nah, I, I feel that nah, i, I stand that though um so i was gonna say so would you would you call ghosting petty i guess it's petty it's petty i mean what if you really like somebody you know there's times like when i've been ghosted like i really like somebody like we went on a couple dates everything was cool and you know when we when the date was over, whether it would be like an event that we went to, like a game or like we went to, I don't know, like, I don't know, to a show or some, something, whatever that we went to. And I'm like, yo, just text me when you get home. And I never get that text. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I never get a text after that. And then I just hit you up like, yo, you good? And then, you know what I mean? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like text error ghosting is pretty, pretty petty. You know, even if you like delete people on your social media and all that stuff. 
you know, without telling them why or whatever, whatever, like you just ghost them. I feel like that block button is like clutch <laughs> in this generation. Like it really is. That block button is damn. I feel like that's the most used button and out of any single button on this earth. It's just that block button. Like I feel like it's just more used than the send button for a text. Like people are blocking each other left and right, just dipping out on people with no sort of reasoning, no rhyme, or rather the other person doesn't even know what the hell they did, you know? Right, right. That goes just like that's also like leading people on. Like, eh, I don't like that. And it's funny because I um when I had got back on hinge like oh a couple months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna ghost people anymore. I'm gonna at least like give a little message and be like, hey, you know, this is great, but you know, I'm not feeling it or whatever. <laughs> and I quickly realized that I wasn't doing that for everybody. Um, especially, I don't know. And I think that's the thing I sometimes struggle with mm-hmm. is like, at what point is it petty? And at what point is it kind of just like cost of doing business in, <laughs> you know, online dating world you know like if we still on the on the app and all you said was hey how are you and and we really didn't have much of a conversation and I stopped responding I'm not gonna feel a way about that probably um well, I'll say like I, I when I when I started doing the like no ghosting rule I meant even that stuff like I was gonna respond to that but like mm-hmm. I don't know it just like part of me feels bad but part of me is like and eh, do i really need to feel bad because i don't even know this nigga like <laughs> literally just on the app like we just swipe right like does it matter so i don't know um i feel like it's the like approach. Think- it's the approach i feel like it's how they approach you especially on like dating apps and stuff like that i feel like mm-hmm. it's all about the approach like if you're on a dating app and the person is sending you the typical hey or the typical how are you or the typical you know just the typical shit you know the typical mm-hmm. shit you know what it is like mm-hmm. i feel like block you know what I mean? Just <laughs> black. Fuck it. You know I'm I mean? really glad you said that because I I have been trying to give those people the benefit of the doubt, and I don't want to. Not even you have all that content in your what and what exactly. the fuck it is. You have pictures for certain things. You have pictures. You have quotes under your pictures, or you have biographies in your shit. Whatever you have, yo. There's enough ammunition with five pictures and like three quotes or three words, whatever the fuck it is, you have enough ammunition to really be different. And nobody, right. with that being said, nobody on this earth, there are no two people alike on this earth. So why the fuck are you hitting her or him with the same hay? That hay is dry as shit like your hands. Like, no. Like dry as shit. Like, <laughs> no, like, you know, like, like, hay. Like, I, look, I feel you. Like, I feel like at that point, that's not Betty. You know what I mean? I feel like ghosting somebody to that type of extreme, that's not bad. You know what I mean? But I feel like if somebody were to like hit you up, whether it be on Instagram or a dating app or something like that, and they're like, yo, like, I really like dig that quote you were saying. And they're picking things out of a quote. Mm-hmm. They're picking little details out of a picture. They're trying. They're putting forth effort. Yeah, they're putting forth the effort, you know, but that effort does have a consequence. Because niggas is shooting they shot left and fucking... Niggas think they LeBron out here in this bitch. <laughs> niggas is Kawhi. I'm going to just throw that out there. I'm going to just say that. Niggas is Kawhi out here fucking up. <laughs> they LeBron on the line for real. Like, really feel like they in their bag. You know what I mean? And it's like... You got to be better, yo. Like, Can I tell you how much joy it just brought me to hear a man talk shit on other niggas like that just oh because it's always women and sometimes it sounds like hating or whatever from a petty place but to hear another man be like nah y'all y'all think y'all doing something when you're not that brings me a lot of joy because it's like game recognized game you feel me if you you know if you know for a fact if you know for a fact that you're a cool genuine person there's no need for the for the for the shade there's no need for that shit but a lot of my brethren out here, they really be throwing fucking shade. You know what I mean? Like, really be throwing shade. And I got a little sister. You know what I mean? I got a younger sister. Mm. Like, I got to also think how I act. I don't want a nigga to do that shit to my sister. You know what I mean? Like, because niggas be smooth out here, you know? And I tell a nigga real quick, especially a nigga rapping to my sister, like, bro, I got something in the trunk. 
whatever you can say a bat you can say whatever i got something for your ass if you really right. think there's about to be some quick pussy about to slide in like i'm just saying you know what i mean because certain you you can tell when a person is sincere at the end of the day but a lot of times when you can't it's probably because you know you were either blindsided by some bullshit that they you know said or did to you which is it's okay but as long as you're genuine to people people are always going to be genuine to you you know what right. I mean? You got to put that positivity in the universe and in the universe yeah. that you live in and you'll reap the benefits of that. And reflect it back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Always. Last thing I want to say is that's, that's one thing that I think so many, um, I think that so many young girls could use. Um, and I know I could have benefited from it so much was having a male figure to put you up on game essentially um and that's the one thing like i like i feel like i sound naive as fuck but like it dawned on me literally like a couple weeks ago i was like oh niggas is playing a game there's literally literally rules and like procedures and processes and i just don't know the rules of the game so i am being taken advantage of in this in this game and it's like i just really want someone to explain how to how 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 it goes because i just feel like once you can do that you can you can comport yourself in a way that benefits you that serves you right but if you don't know the rules of the game you become a pawn right man you ain't even a pawn you just like you just like that reusable bag like that that's all you just it's just it's it's terrible you know i try to school my sister to the game you know i feel like my sister she's she's pretty level-headed um, I mean, I hope she's level-headed, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I wasn't always <clears throat> a good big brother to say, you know what I mean? Of course, I had my savage moments, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I can say that everything that I did as a brother, she always took that and rolled with it on the female aspect of it, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing because I'm cool with a lot of, you know, I have a lot of female friends as well, too. And they hit me up asking, yo, what's up with that that gang gang? Like, what what this mean? What is this? What is, <laughs> right, and right. they used to be like, bro, you fucking up. I'm like, nah, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, some of you niggas really ain't fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, you really ain't shit. You know you foul. And you moving funny. Like, and when a real nigga check you on that shit, not even a real nigga, but when somebody really check you on that shit, then you want to play, you, you got to get big on them, roll. And I'm like, that, that's, that's not right. Like, if she a good female, whether she's a bad female too, but if she's a good female, don't treat her like that, bro. Like, you ain't got a dog her like that, yo. You ain't got, she's a good woman. You ain't got to do that, you know. She let it, she a queen, treat her like a queen. Don't treat her like a peasant, you know what I mean? And then tell the bros one thing and you doing another. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> it's funny. It's like that. It's funny out here. That's real. Well, Corey, thank you so much. You, I feel like you dropped several gems. Um, this was actually a really interesting conversation. Um, so yeah, thank you for your transparency and your honesty and your your wisdom. Um, it sounds like you have a very, it sounds like you have a good perspective. Like the way that you see the world um, and the way that you choose to engage with the world is one that is um, more open. So I, I appreciate you sharing that perspective. Um, but before we go, I know you have a podcast, um, and I wanted you to give you the opportunity to, to shout it out. Yes, yes. So um, I have a podcast. It's called uh, Brunch with the Bros. Um, we touch on topics um, <clears throat> as, you know, millennials. You know what? You know, a lot of millennials want to talk about, but it's more in a group discussion. Um, and we also have uh, guests on there, each one of my guests on there. Um, they have, like, a special talent or they have, like, something, you know, that they're involved in and you know i just really want to shed some light on them and get some of their knowledge on things whether it's um, entrepreneurship um leadership um or just you know trying to keep everybody's third eye in sync you know and i really i feel like that's key um especially when you can you know really be around people that you know want to see you succeed just like you want to see them succeed yeah succeed but um you can yeah check that out um brunch with the bros me on Instagram underscore brunch with the bros. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's good, y'all. Like they have some interesting perspectives. Um, you, I I listened to a couple of episodes, so you definitely need to check it out. You got females um, on there too. I can't single out the ladies. You have women on there. Too. <laughs> you have women on there. 
I'm suddenly trying to get you to stop saying females and start saying women. I, I, I dig it, you know, I dig it. You know? Anyway. But again, thank you, Corey. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships Podcast. If you learned anything on this episode, please share the episode with a friend. Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationshipspod. You know that situationship you had that one time? The one your girlfriends remind you about when you start acting brand new? I want to hear about it. Hit me up at situationshipspodcast.com backslash my story or email me at situationshipspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships Podcast listeners on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at situationshipspod and on Twitter at situationspod. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.